Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Curious Conversations with Tully and Sarah. We sit down and chat with business owners, entrepreneurs, and some of the best conversation starters. This is a podcast about real-life lessons and people doing cool shit. You are kidding me. You just said ready when you are, and you took a sip of tea. Yeah, because I thought you were going to do the intro. <laughs> I am actually ready now. I'm ready. I just needed a sip of my tea because I had a little tickle in my throat. We, well, you know what? We're back and we might be a little bit rusty. <laughs> we are. <laughs> I just had to double check three times if we'd press record on the video uh, camera in the record room. But it's on and we are live. And we're back. And we are back from Bali. So um, we obviously had a two-week hiatus. Yep. Um, and then we had the episode last week with Claire about the Donate Life week. And then this week you've got Sarah and I again. Because the amount of DMs we got in Bali about where should we stay, what we should do, what's yeah. the weather like, I, everyone's saying it's raining. What's How do you it? not get Bali belly? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> we have the ultimate list to do. Bali edit. And I'm going to kick it off. Yeah. I'm going to kick it off because this happened while we were still in Australia. We uh, were lining up. We were on the beautiful 6.30am flight. Which I highly recommend, but I highly don't recommend because we had to get up at 2.45am. We had to be at the airport by just after 3.30am. Yeah, yeah. And um, this poor lady, I don't want to say poor lady, but, you know, unlucky, unlucky lady. I'm like, oh. In front of us in the line. Her passport was damaged. Yes, yeah. And not even... Bad. Like I think it might have just had a little a fold in it or something, and they're like, "You are not allowed to go to Indonesia. They will yeah. not allow you." And she's like, "What do you mean?" And they're like, "One, your passport has to be within a six month expiry." Yeah. So that's quite a common thing. Your passport has to have over six months left on it. Otherwise, if it's only got six months, they won't let you in. And now this new rule that your passport can't be damaged. damaged. And so she was there and. Kudos to whoever this lady was because I was like to tell you, I would be losing my shit if that. Yeah. I would be losing my shit. Yeah. She was like, you could tell she was like frustrated and angry, but she was like calm. Yeah. And then she pulled out a card and we were both like, oh, you shouldn't have said that. Yeah. Like she's uh, like, I mean, we don't know what situation she's in, but someone was sick and he paid for a trip and I was like, oh, "Oh, man, you shouldn't have said that. Like that's just like playing the victim. Um, But, and I was. It was I, school holidays and I was, she had a little boy. And I was also eavesdropping. So apparently this is what happens. She can go to the passport office at the airport and apply for a rapid kind of passport mm. or something. And I think she gets it usually in one to two days and then they can adjust their flight. Yeah. But I think that is also a cost. I think it was like 100%. 200 to $400. Yeah. Um, so we don't know what happened to this lady, but prior 
That is one thing if you are traveling to Bali, and I know this because I saw a TikTok about a girl. Surprise, surprise. Tell watches TikTok. But I saw a TikTok of an influencer that flew from England and she was in Australia and she was going from Australia to Bali. And the Australian person at the desk was like, we are so, same situation. We're mm. so sorry. We can't let you go to Bali because your passport is actually damaged. And what can happen, you can fly to Bali and they can either send you straight back on a plane or they can actually send you to prison. It's like no, a, thank yeah. you. Yeah. So it's like, and there's a lot of articles going around because I know my dad sent me a couple of articles, or it might have been about this influencer. But if any part of your passport is slightly damaged or water damaged, mm-hmm. um, I think they're putting it down as like it could be a fake passport. So that's why they're not letting. They're just getting very strict. So there's one thing: if your passport is six months and under um, of expiring, yep, don't even think about it. You need a new passport. I literally said to tell in the line, I bet you there's at least one person every flight that does not know these rules. Yeah. So that's just like if your passport is slightly, it actually made me nervous. My passport is actually a new passport, like the last two years. And obviously COVID, it didn't, I didn't use it much. But I actually made me nervous because then I was like checking my passport and I'm like, oh, just there's made a little me, bend. Yeah, here. there's a little bend in the like it was made me nervous because I was like, there's nothing worse when you paid so much money to go away on holiday and like you're gearing up, you're ready, and then you get there and they're like, sorry, ma'am, you can't board the flight. Mm. Like that's an emo- that's an emotional roller coaster. Well, do you know what? As someone who organises my holidays for me, if I rocked up and you didn't tell me my passport had to be schmick and it wasn't, I would have blamed you. Yeah. What Sarah's saying is, like, yes, I organise everything and I just tell her what time to come to the airport. No, so that was like, that is one tip for our Bali edit is just make sure your passport is in check. The second tip, and it's also prior to leaving Australia, is download movies. Oh, that was something. So, yes. So I think the flight is to get there is just over six hours. Most Australians, you like, they've been to Bali. Those who haven't, it's just over six hours to get there, a little bit less coming back. And if you're flying Jetstar, this is. And to be honest, as soon as we landed in Bali, I said to Tully, thank, one, I said, I did say thank you for organising these flights, Tully. And then I said, um, are there any other international airlines that might fly to Bali? So I used to fly to Bali all the time, like when we used to manufacture in Bali. And I have never, ever flown a plane to Bali without a TV screen. Yeah, it was horrendous. So there was no TV screen and I've seen numerous people fly. I think Nat Gringudis flew there the other day and she didn't have a TV screen. So I don't know if it's this like, I don't know if Jetstar post-COVID, post-lockdown and stuff, I don't know if they're, this is just now a regular flight, there's no screens, but number two tip, please download Netflix movies on your phone Mm because it's so boring um, and my mistake is I downloaded one movie and I must have been in a rush the night before. I'm like, shit, what series can I download? And I downloaded so random but made in Chelsea and it was really bad. So I watched like one and a half episodes and I was bored. So it's mm. like make sure you've got a collection of like movies or series to download. Another thing, again, pre-leaving Australia, you wrote me a list and my stepmom's in Bali right now yeah. and I sent her that list as well. I was like, look, you need to, to go to Chemist Warehouse and get these things before you leave. This is what I can remember off the top of my head. Activated charcoal tablets yep. in case. Which you, they were very much used. We will get there. <laughs> which we'll talk about that <laughs> we'll later. Get there. Um, oh, poor Tully. Uh, SB Fluoractive. Which is from Bioceuticals. Bioceuticals mm-hmm. is a 
to build up your good gut bacteria. Yeah, and it's also if you're traveling and you get diarrhea. Yep. Again, we'll talk about that later. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Really strong mosquito repellent. Yep. Sunscreen, of course. Obviously hand sanitizer. Yeah, obviously. Uh, What else did we – oh, Imodium, which was also (laughs) Also very much used. (laughs) You can all get this at Chemist Warehouse. Um, What else came in really handy? I've got the list. I I bought aloe vera. Yeah. Tampons, obviously. I don't know. I didn't want to risk it. Aloe vera. Um, I'm trying to find the list now. I think I deleted it. So – before we get into actually landing in Tully, uh, in Bali, Tully sent me this a month before, and she's like, "You need to, you need to go take these SB Floor Active tablets a month before we leave. You need to, or else your gut's not going to handle Bali." And I was like, "Okay." A week before I left, I was like, "Got those tablets. Just started taking them." Also, go to your de- doctor, phone up, and see if you need your typhoid injection. Because I phoned up a week before we left and they're like, oh, look, you're on the cast, come in just in case, and that's 70 bucks a pop. So I don't know what the fuck it does because I, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> not sure what it does, but it was $70. Yes. And so that's pre-Bali. Landed in Bali and, oh, oh when we I got was there. so happy to land in Bali. The smell. The heat hit us straight away. Your driver was there. It was I had a little panic attack because not real panic attack, but your bag came out real, real. Did you panic about yours? (laughs) (laughs) No, because honestly, it's when I panic if mine doesn't come out. No, no, because I don't. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake! I was like, trust it to be my luck that Tal will get her stuff, and I knew. Look, I packed in. 20 minutes. I mean, if yours got lost, I definitely had packed for you. Exactly. So I packed in 20 minutes. I took three shoes, the sneakers I wore on the plane, Birkenstocks and a pair of runners. Mm. That's all. Like I packed very light and I said to you, look, if it's lost, it doesn't matter. I'll borrow your yeah. stuff. That's it. I knew your bag was coming. Bali, I'd- that's another thing. Bali gets so slow with unpacking suitcases. So we got there, found out your driver Great. We you have to pay for a visa too. Prior to that, you have to pay for a visa to get into the country. So you can either do cash or card. And we paid for an express person to take us through all these stations quicker. Yeah, he did. He took us through. You skip the lines and you can do that. I think it's called Bali VIP service or something like that. And you can do skip all the lines. So we did that. Now we're out of Bali. And we were going. So the story is her bag did come. It did, it eventually. Was just a little bit late. Eventually. But fuck me, the traffic in oh. Bali. So I don't know, like some of you listening, you've probably been to Bali, but the traffic right at this current point of time is fucking insane. Mm. Um, obviously, we were there school holidays. It's peak season. It's middle of July, you know, whatever. The traffic. It took us, I think, two and a half hours to get from the airport to Changu. I said to our driver, I was like, how far have we gone in like two hours? And he's like, we have to go 10 kilometres. Yeah, it took a very, very long time. So we stayed, um, so the first start of our trip, we stayed at the amazing Cali Villas Mm -hmm. in Bali and it is the most phenomenal villa I've ever stayed at in my life. I said to you, I was like, I would be happy if my holiday house looked like this. Absolutely. Or my house. Absolutely. So I could not 
fault it. It was in such an amazing location. The staff were incredible. We had, I can't remember her name, so sorry, but she was WhatsApping us every night, checking in, make sure we were okay, do we need anything. Service was amazing. Security was amazing. The Everything in the fridge and in the pantry was free. They'll top it up every mm-hmm. day. We had our own little pool. It was just heaven. It was heaven. Do you know what? It was the what I needed when I first landed in Bali because it was just like, just that little bit of luxury that I to disconnect. Yeah. I could read my book by the pool that we had a little bit of sun the first day and mm. a half and it was just the perfect place to unwind. We had a really beautiful kind, it's called Kind Cafe. A kind Cafe across the road. 50 metres down the road. They also deliver food and I was just like, this is it's the best. Yeah, I could. If you're going to Bali anytime soon, I would highly recommend staying there. Only if you can if you can stay two nights, just stay the two nights. It's heaven and obsessed. We before we left, we had the discussion: Do we just go to Changu? Do we go to Uluwatu? Mm. What do we do? And we said we're there for seven days. And I said, Tell to be honest, I'm I'm that zonked. I do not want to be somewhere for three days, pack up my bags and move somewhere Mm. else for like four days and go through Bali traffic. I said, I just want to stay in the one suburb. I think think if we go back again, we'd probably only stay in Changu for like two nights and then do other areas. I think the holiday that we needed, we didn't want to move around. Yeah. Like, and everyone kept, oh, I... The experience that I had, the end, everyone kept saying, would you go back to Bali? And like, yes, I would go back to Bali. I fucking love Bali. But if I do it again, I think I'd stay a couple of nights in Changu and then I'd go to Uluwatu and then maybe like Sanur or something. So the or di- an island. The different, and that's what where mm. a lot of people are going now because Changu's become so westernized that a lot of people are now going to Nusa Lebogoen. Exactly say it, that I, island that yeah. looks stunning. Mm. But and then we had friends come to Changu who had been staying in Uluwatu and they're like. It's great. It's perfect. Beautiful beaches. There's nothing, nothing to, to do, do there. Yeah. Whereas Changu, if you want like shopping, amazing day spas, and the Good restaurants, I, the best restaurants I've eaten at in a very, very, very long time. Yeah, hundred percent. So we stayed the two nights at the Kelly Villas, and then so we'll start talking to like cafes and stuff. So mm. what Sarah said before, kind. The Kind Community Cafe is across the road. There's one in Seminyak. By far, like, beautiful. Like, amazing drinks. You are having, like, the um, ceremonial uh, cacao. cacao. Like, it's very healthy, good vibes, very inspirational. Also, down the road, there was that cafe called Fold. Was it the bakery? Oh, yeah, the bread one. Amazing. Like, at the moment, Bali does cafes really, really cool. Like, the architecture, the coffee is amazing. Mm. Revolvers down the road, highly recommend for coffee. Um, there was a few other cafes on that street that we didn't check out, like healthy cafes that looked amazing. We just didn't have time. Yeah. Also at the Cali Villas, I preferred that location over the second location we stayed at. Which was more on the western side yeah. of Changu. So if I went back to Changu, yes, highly recommend staying at the Cali Villas. I would stay there. But if that wasn't available, I would stay on that side, I think. And for us, being in Changu, we actually did walk everywhere. Yeah, I'm too. There's You can easily get a Gojek. There's not many taxis anymore. Mm. You can easily download the app Gojek and you can. it's like Uber Eats and Uber and you can get um, motorbikes to come to you and stuff like that. We didn't actually use that because we just walked. I hate walking, yeah. but I actually enjoyed walking. And going back to Gojeks, because we had a friend in Bali the week before because and I was like, oh, you know, like maybe we might get one or not. Um, this is a sa- this is it like a PCA to females and a safety tip actually. A PCA? Oh, PCA, <laughs> PSA. 
public service announcement to any females. I don't know about males, but any females traveling to Bali and are going out at night. Yeah. So it's going to give you a little bit of a safety warning. So whenever you're walking everywhere, we would walk to the restaurants and have dinner. And at the end of every street, there's all these guys on a motorbike who are like, come on, you need a lift, you need a lift. And they've got their Gojek vests on. Yeah. And like I saw people jump on the back yeah. of them. They negotiate prices with you. So they're like, where are you going, miss? Yeah. And, you know, and I'd be like, tirak, teramakasi. So like tirak is no, yeah. teramakasi. And then they'd leave us alone because like, oh, you speak Bahasa. And I'm like, I can speak Bahasa, but not that much. But they would leave us alone every yeah. time I said that. And then so what they do is they're like, oh, where are you going? Because I hear other girls. They're like, oh, I'm just going to wherever, Lola's kitchen. And they'd be like 200 or whatever it is, or 20000 and they negotiate a price. And especially when the days that it was raining or the oh, days that desperate. the beach club was over and girls were drunk, if I was drunk, I probably would have got on the back Same. of one with one. Yeah, because you're desperate to get home. Exactly. We had dinner with one of our friends who's based in Bali and he was like, please don't, please, 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 if you're going to get on the back of one, go, Jack, go, order. go through the app. Mm. He said there's been so many horror stories of people that just jump on the back of these ones and they're not registered and like they try and feel up the girls and or else they've been in accidents and it's like just go through the app yeah. properly. So what he said is they target women who are coming out of nightclubs, yeah. bars, like, you know, there's a lot of beach clubs in Bali and stuff like that. They target those women that are obviously desperate to get home. You're a little bit drunk, you're like whatever. And there's just been a lot of circumstances where girls are getting touched up and just it's not nice, so just do it properly. Even to the fact that where he was leaving a bar, had a friend on the back of his motorbike, a friend got on the back of a Gojek and the Gojek driver, yeah, 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 the Gojek driver drove off the beaten path. path. Like, And so he did a U-turn to chase after this Gojek driver because he just took this girl. Yeah, and the, and the girl was on the back of the bike bawling her eyes out because mm. she was like terrified because he started filling her up and taking her. And if you've been to Bali, you know, there's like all these little um, gangs which are called streets. Like gang is a street. They're like little gangs that you go down and you're like, where the fuck am I? Like am mm. I even like our driver was taking us down like these little streets and you're like, where am I? So imagine going on the back of a bike no idea who this person is, not registered, haven't done it properly and he's taking you down all these little back ways in the middle of the night. It's fucking terrifying yep. in general and then have that. So if you are travelling to Bali, please do everything on the Gojek app that it's like authorised just as you would in Melbourne or wherever you are on Uber because mm-hmm. um, that's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we didn't get on, on any of them and Changu was like perfect for us. We walked everywhere. Yeah. We walked to a morning cycle class, which I thought was a vibe. Yeah, it's called Zycle. And again, that is near the Cali Villas yep. on that side of Changu. It was fun if you want like a sweaty workout. It was just like you're in anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Great workout class. It's close to the beach. I mean, everything's close to the beach really. Um, then we had three days of rain. Yes. So it was great. Three days of rain. I found, like, I was disconnected at the start, but I found when it started raining, and also they were like, it never rains in Bali this Mm. time. It's, like, supposed to be dry season. I found it more exhausting when the days was raining because you had to kind of find things to do to keep yourself occupied because you couldn't sit by the pool and just read. Yeah. Did you find that? Well, we kind of planned it a little bit, and we had access to a driver where we could be like, hey, can you take us to Seminyak for the day (laughs) where we knew that – We'll go shopping for the day. Like one of the days we looked in the morning and I was like, Sarah, it's going to be raining all day. And we actually made that decision on the day. Yep. I was like, Sarah, I think we should just get a driver for a day and go into Seminyak because we wanted to go into Seminyak. And so for us to have a driver from 
8 a.m. to 6 p.m. was $70. Yeah, it was 700,000 rupiah, so it's 70. And it was amazing. Like, he literally took you anywhere. Like, we went, I think we did, like, four laps of Changu. If you know Changu, it's like a circle. It's like we literally went around the circle three times. We were like, take us to this shop, take us to that shop. And he's like, oh, okay. oh, dying. (laughs) So he took us into Seminyak. We went to Seminyak. And then one of my favourite parts of the holidays is so random – was when we were in Seminyak, we found this like dodgy massage place. And I was like, Sarah, I feel like a foot massage. And Sarah's like, yeah, I could do a foot massage. It was like 120,000 rupee, which is $12. We had a 60-minute, the most amazing foot massage I've ever had. And that's another piece of advice. It's the same to go with Thailand and stuff. It's like if you want a really, really good spa experience, you can go to Spring Spa, which we went to, and it's Mm. beautiful. But you can also go to those ones that don't look very bougie and I can guarantee you they're just as good. I can tell Even you better actually. The older ladies there, like they've been doing a very long time and they've got, they do it well. Yeah, so if you, you know, some of them don't look like super fancy and smell beautiful like these other spas, but I would just recommend going to one on the side of the street. Mm. Another day when it was raining, we went to the Spring Spa. Spring Spa used to be in Seminyak. Well, it still is in Seminyak, but there's now one in Changu. I think there's one in Uluwatu as well. I love Spring Spa. I think the one in Changu was stunning. Like it's got the beautiful um, like pond thing in the middle and we had a full body massage. It was probably one of the best massages I had. I had a guy and he was amazing. Um, you can get everything there. You can get your nails done, get a hair treatment, everything. Uh, To be honest, we probably should have went there a little bit more often, but we didn't. Um, So we did that another rainy day. Like there's always things to do. Um, It's just when it's raining, it's raining. Like you have to have an umbrella. And then we got two days of sunshine and I was like, see you later, Tal. I'm going by the pool. And where were you? Okay, no. So (laughs) let's go back. So the Saturday... So, okay, after Kelly Villas, we actually moved locations. Yes, we We did. went to the Como Resort in Changu, which was great. Um, I loved it. Yeah. I, I was like, how nice is this? I haven't been to a resort since I was a kid. You get buffet breakfast. Oh. You've got the gym. It's very handy. Yeah, and we booked that as well because there was the gym there. And, like, I enjoy staying in a resort. It takes me exactly what Sarah said. It takes me back to when I was a child, like family holidays. And I fucking love family holidays like that where you get up, go have a buffet, then go by the pool and don't move all day and mm. then get ready to go for dinner. I don't know. I like holidays like that and that's kind of what we needed. So it's called the Comarine Changu. It's on Echo Beach amazing resort. I loved it. I wouldn't recommend booking the room that we had. I think when we booked last minute, it was the only room. It was pretty small and the walls, I could hear fucking everything next door. I also, we've got some tea and it's a great little tip because I sent it to a friend the other day. She goes, I know you and Tal spend a lot of time. I'm in LA. I'm looking at hotels. Mm. I was like, hey, have you seen this website, Cherry? Yeah. Cherry. So I booked our accommodation, um, the, our second lot of accommodation from Cherry.com. And if I didn't know the person behind Cherry.com, I would have thought it was a scam. So basically what it is, is Cherry.com is an extension on your Chrome. Mm. So if you use Chrome, you'll know what an extension is. And it's extension on your Chrome and you just download it. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Honey, but there's a also an extension on Chrome called Honey. And it's an American company and basically you can go online, shop at Tallyloo or whatever it is, and then it'll come up on the side where you can find Tallyloo cheaper. Yep. So it's like that but uh, accommodation version. It's called cherry.com. 
So what you do is you download the extension and then it's free. You don't have to pay for it. And then you go to booking.com, Expedia or whatever your way looking engine is. You go there and you type in like how many days you're staying, where you're staying, and then you book it in and it comes up as it does with all the accommodation. And then basically the Cherry extension will pop up and be like, um, hey, I found this accommodation for you for this much cheaper. So we actually booked our accommodation from Cherry. I clicked that and I think our accommodation was about 600, about 400 or $600 cheaper on cherry.com than booking.com. So if you are traveling overseas anytime soon or in Australia, you're booking accommodation, I highly, highly recommend Cherry. Um, again, if I hadn't have known Luke who is behind cherry.com, I would have thought it was a scam and they were getting my money, but I can 100% guarantee you it's real and legit. Yeah. Um, but it's an amazing tool for cheaper accommodation. So we booked the Como through that. Again, the room that we booked at the Coma, I wouldn't recommend. I, I didn't. No, like there were beautiful, stunning rooms, like family rooms yeah. with by the pool and stuff. The only reason I wouldn't recommend, I mean, it was just Sarah and I, so it was fine, but the rooms are tiny and the walls were so thin. I could hear these people next door to us who were upstairs getting home at like 4 a.m. Sarah didn't hear them, but they were so loud. Every time they went to the toilet, I heard the toilet flush. Um, it was just like, I don't know. I just didn't like the room. But again, it's no shit on the resort. Like I still mm. would stay there again and I'd probably still book that room if I went. But I just think there were other options, options. that we could have done. But we booked the Como a little bit late too and it was school holidays and there were a lot of families. So it was the only options that we could book. So we say the Como. It's amazing. It's on the water. You can actually walk from the Como to all the main restaurants in Changu via the beach. It's got that beach club right next door. That- yeah, um, La Brisa. Yep which is right next door. And then, like I said, you can walk up the beach and then where all the amazing, where some of two of our favourite restaurants we ate at were just there. Um, so that was great. So on the Saturday, yeah, we've checked into the Como or whatever. I was fine the first few days. Saturday I was fine. It was raining. Went and got a pedicure. Mm-hmm. My card got hacked from the fucking ATM. So I was on the phone to like Commonwealth Bank like for ages. That's another advice. I now know why Sarah always carries Australian dollars cash. I went to Bali with Rupiah cash. But then when you spend that, you need to use the ATM to get money out. That is another piece of advice. Take Australian dollars with you and try not to use the ATM because I got fucked over twice. I think you correct words. I now know where fucking wogs carry money. <laughs> I'm not be- like I actually said that. I'm like, I'm like, no, I know why you wogs always carry money. And that was to Sarah because she always has cash. And the second part of that, the, so when you lost your bank card for the second time. No, but that's jumping a few days. Okay, let's go yeah. back then. So that's jumping a few days. So I did that. Then we met up with one of Sarah's friends for dinner. We all ate at the same place. I'm not going to name the place because I would not eat there again because I think I might have got sick. I thought it was beautiful. Yeah, I like not the next day when you're throwing up. (laughs) No. At the time, I was like, oh, yeah, it's nice, whatever. So we went to a place for dinner. Um, (laughs) I haven't done my TikTok review about that place because I will not. Um, We went to a place for dinner. It's fine. I went to bed that night and I just – I felt – my stomach felt weird. And I have had Bali Belly probably four times in my life because I used to live in Bali and I used to get Bali Belly all the time. It, I could tell I was getting, I, I was no, I was like, please don't be it. Like, please don't be it. I just did not feel right. Imagine if you shut the bed. I would have oh, killed you. No. I just did not feel right. The next day I woke up and I, I remember during the middle of the night, I looked on my phone. I've got the clue period up and I was like, fuck, maybe I'm getting my period because I had 
funny stomach, stomach, like crampy kind of vibes. And I looked and it said my period was coming in like nine days. I'm like, okay, well, it's not my period. And then I started getting a little bit nervous. I was like, fuck. I couldn't really sleep. We got up in the morning and I was like, I just feel a bit funny. My stomach's a bit funny. I don't know what it is. Um, I think I might have gone to the toilet. I can't remember at this stage. Anyway, we went to the gym and I was like, I don't think I can run on the treadmill today. I'm just going to go on the bike. So I took it easy because I just didn't feel right. And then I was like, oh, I feel a bit funny. Like I had some water. I'm like, feel a bit funny. I might just leave. Like I'm just going to leave the gym. And if you know me, if I'm leaving the gym, like something's not right. Yeah. Like I'm pretty like strong and can yeah. like go through like period pain or whatever, but I just did not feel it. So I'm leaving. I walk out of the gym, my mouth, if you're eating or whatever, maybe don't listen to this, but I, my mouth started getting watery. You know that when you're about to vomit, I was like, oh my God, I think I'm going to vomit. And then in my head, I'm like, can I make it back to the room? And from the gym to our room, like it was a bit of a walk. Like you had to get an elevator. I was like, yeah, I don't feel that good. Mouth's going watery. I'm like, fuck. So then there was a toilet in the lobby. I just run into the toilet. It was like a scene from The Bridesmaids, not coming from the bottom end, coming from the top end. I projectile, like I cannot even explain I projectile vomited. I aimed for the toilet. It went in the toilet and everywhere else. Like it splattered all over the walls. I was like, I, I... I kid you not, I never knew what projectile vomiting looked like, but now I do. I know you said that, but I heard something today and it makes sense now. Our friend said to you, were you standing up when you spewed? And you were like, of course. And of course it's going to fucking go everywhere if you're standing yeah, up. Yeah, well, do you know what? I didn't have time to get on my knees. It was very, happened very quickly. <laughs> so yes, I was standing up. Anyway, went everywhere, behind the toilet bowl, under the toilet, like on the floor, splattered on the side of the walls, down my leg, in my shoe, on my foot. I was like, and for some reason there was a beach towel, too much information, but there was a beach towel hanging up behind me. (laughs) I don't know this. And I was like, fuck. I'm like, I have to clean it up. And then next minute I was like, I just like vomited again. Same thing happened everywhere. I'm like shaking. I'm like sweating, shaking because I just vomited. And I'm like, fuck, I am so embarrassed. Like, first thing I was like, fuck, I'm going to take a photo. <laughs> like, I wanted to show Sarah how much I vomited. <laughs> and then the second I was like, I was like, oh, Tully, that's gross. Like, don't. I really wanted to take a photo. And then I was like, What was don't. the first thing I asked you when you? Yeah, first thing when I told Sarah I vomited, she's like, did you take a photo? I was like, oh, my God, I actually thought about taking a photo, but I didn't because I thought it was rogue. So I didn't. Anyway, and then I, so the beach towel was behind me. I don't know whose beach towel it was, but thank God it was there. And I'm like trying to clean up this vomit. Like there's like chunky food from last night. I was like, oh my God. And then I don't know about you, but if you ever vomit, the thing that you think about is the last thing you ate. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I'm never eating dukkha again. I'm never having carrots again. Like, oh, vomit. Anyway, I'm like cleaning up. Don't judge me. I thought about telling the people at reception, but I was so embarrassed. So I didn't tell anyone. I just left. I was like, oh, but that I did. poor cleaner. I know, but I was Tully. also like, I was also like, it's Bali. They've seen it so many times. Like we had a friend who was staying there that their child vomited about four times in the bed and someone had to clean up. I'm like, they've seen it before, but I was so mortified. I didn't know what to say. Anyway, so I, I did clean up most of it with toilet paper and like whatever. There was still stuff on, I didn't know how to clean the wall. And anyway, 
So I didn't tell anyone. I just like left. And to be honest, I actually felt a little bit better after vomiting. You did say that yeah, when I, I felt, saw you. I remember calling Damien. I was like, oh my God, you never guess what just happened. Like I just vomited everywhere. And he's like, oh my God, are you okay? I'm like, oh, I actually feel a little bit better. Like maybe that's all I needed. Like, I'm I back. Yeah. I was like, maybe I don't have barley belly. Anyway, I go back to the room and then it started coming at the other end and I'm like, <laughs> fuck. So then I was like taking modium because I was like, you know what, I'll just keep taking a modium. And I only vomited twice in that morning and then it was coming out the other end. I actually felt like I actually felt nauseous, but I felt better. So then I went to breakfast with Sarah. I ordered, I was like, like for me to order a black coffee, like, you mm. know, I'm not a hundred percent. Like I'm usually like oat milk, whatever. Lady's like, oh, do you want a coffee? I was like, oh, yeah, I'll just have a black coffee. I could only take two sips and I was like, I didn't even attempt to eat. Like Sarah's like, you sure you don't want food? I'm like, the thought of eating food right now, like even the smells, I'm like, I can't. Anyway, I was getting hot too. I had like two sips of coffee. I said, Sarah, I'll go go to the toilet. So I left breakfast and I just sat away from breakfast. And then I ran into a friend, Geordie, shout out. She's been on a podcast Um Geordie, modern minimalist, who owns Selling Your Wardrobe, was saying the same resort as ours. And she came up to me. She's like, are you right? I'm like, <laughs> oh, nah. I'm like, I feel like I'm going to faint. She's like, what happened? And I was like, she's like, oh, my God, my son had it too, like, last night. And then my family, you know, someone else she was travelling with had it. But then it all started to make sense because we went to an aerial yoga class the day before. and At I, our resort. And I started talking to this American lady and then she's like, oh, I was up all night. One of my kids was so sick. And mm. then another lady was in there and was like, oh, my God, my husband, and then another lady. And I was like, oh, these poor bitches, they've all got it. And But now I think it wasn't Barley yeah, Belly. Yeah, so going back, but going back to that aero class, we went, we, we were listening to these ladies, and in my head I was thinking, <laughs> fuck, I'm invincible. Like I, I actually <laughs> thought, fuck, I'm invincible. Like I felt so good the whole trip. Like Sarah and I are so lucky I haven't even had diarrhea. Like I just was like, in my head I'm like, like kind of felt really Chubby, good about you myself. Good. Yeah. You're feeling it. I actually felt good about myself. And then the next day it went fucking downhill. I think I manifested it. Anyway, so yeah, I think I might have had gastro because there were a lot of kids staying at our resort. Mm. And we spoke to a lot of people. Again, belly belly is like quite common. So it could have been belly belly, but I've had belly belly before and it felt different. I mean, coincidentally, your family had gastro here. And I said to tell, it would be so easy from someone for someone from Australia to come mm. with a little bit of gastro and spread it to everyone. Yeah, and that's another thing. So my sister, my twins, and my boyfriend all had gastro like probably two days before mm. or three days before. And Sarah said to me, she's like, fuck, you're so lucky you're not back in Melbourne because yeah. if you were back in Melbourne, you would have got gastro. And I was like, again, feeling pretty chummy about myself. I'm like, oh, my God, you're right. Yeah. Anyway. Me on the other side of the world gets gastro. But, yeah, I think there was something going around our resort because and, and coming back, Geordie has had a funny stomach. Anyway, and then that was that. So that took a little bit of a dampener on the trip. I spent that Sunday Sunday, Monday. Yeah. And, and I, Monday I was fine. I, I sat outside but under the umbrella. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah. The I, Sunday I messaged you and I was out having a um, mojito with Geordie and I was like, oh, I better message Chelsea. Oh, <laughs> I didn't want anyone to be around me. <laughs> Yeah, Sarah's like, do you want me to come to the room? I'm like, absolutely not. I'm like, stay by the pool because mm. I'm just sleeping. Like, that's all I could do was sleep. Um, I did get a bit faint. Like, my head went really funny when I was walking back to the room. I, I look back now and I think I did faint. I had to, like, grab the wall and I fell to the ground. It was really weird. And then I got back up and all I wanted to do was get to the room. Um, so that happened. The Monday, I still felt quite crook. I couldn't really eat anything. Um, but I was a trooper and I just sat by the pool. Um, <laughs> you can't cook. 
yourself a trooper. I did. I got out of the room. <laughs> yeah, you got out of the room. No, but I could not eat anything. Like the yeah. smell, like I tried to eat breakfast, I couldn't. It's just, you know, when you've been sick and you like, you just don't. You anyway. can't. Nah. So that happened and then, which was a shame because like, um, like the last night we went back to one of our favorite restaurants we went to and I couldn't really, like I had some food, but I wasn't really feeling it. Didn't enjoy it. Mm. That, that was like the end of my trip. But some of the restaurants we went to, should we go through them? Because some of them were phenomenal. Absolutely. And so what actually, I asked my friend, I was like, why are there so many fucking good restaurants here? Mm. And he said, all the top chefs and that from around Europe, especially, are moving to Bali and opening up these restaurants. Yeah. It's amazing, the food. What was your favorite? Definitely Yuki. Yeah, 100%. So we, on the first night, I'd seen, obviously, you know, we all do TikTok stalking and we put like Changu restaurants. No, people might not know this. It is a great tip. Oh, we found most of the places that we went to, we, we found, found on, on TikTok. TikTok. So you just type in like Changu restaurants, Changu mm. shopping or whatever. It's like you found those markets on there. Like yeah. everything we found was from TikTok. Uh, so Yuki was my favorite. We went there the first night. It's Japanese. Stunning, like it's right near the water. Yeah. Good to look at. Stunning venue. Great cocktails. It's like modern, modern. Japanese fusion. So like we had a real we had really nice starters, like that Wagyu oh, that sandwich thing. Yeah. And those beef, the yakitori beef ball was Obsessed. amazing. Great sushi. I really loved it. Yeah, I think the cocktail and another thing with Bali, I think they do margaritas so well. Like the cocktails were really good. Mm. I find it really hard. I'm really fussy with uh, margaritas and I find it really hard to find a good margarita in Melbourne. If you know somewhere that does a good margarita, drop in my DMs because I find it really hard. So we went there. We went to… School Kitchen. School. Was that the second night? No. We went to that one near… No, uh, Luma. Luma. I thought that was nice. I think it was good because it was just like basic… Modern Australian, like yeah, lamb, fish yeah. with like a nice ratatouille, like but upper market yeah, kind it was of vibe. A stunning venue, like yep. it's just opened. I think if you sat outside in that front bit for drinks and stuff, would be as someone recommended the rooftop for drinks. I think Tally Smythe did. Yes, um, that was stunning. That was the second night. Um, recommend that. And then the third night we went to School Kitchen. I would say that probably was my second favorite. Mm. School Kitchen is like a little bit more expensive. Everything. On the menu touches the grill. Yeah. So it's like kind of charcoal. It touches an open fire. I don't yeah. know. One of those things. It's a stunning, it's above the lawn, Changu lawn, where you sit down by the pool and the beach or whatever and drink. But that night was raining, so mm. there was no one downstairs. And if you want to look at any of these restaurants, Tal went completely rogue on her TikTok yeah, and I did. posting absolutely anything and everything. Yeah, I did reviews. And I'm still getting so many, like, it's crazy. Like, but. I did that because I know how useful it was for me yeah, when I went. That's so, true. Um, uh, school Kitchen was second favourite. I The venue stunning. If you can get it. We had a really good table actually. It was mm. right near the window. Beautiful, stunning. Co- like cocktails were great. Great view. Great food. Great atmosphere. Great. Um, the night after that was a place that I'm not going to mention because I think I got sick from it. Wasn't it? No. Yulakan. Oh. oh, so actually, I think this might be my second favorite. Ulukam was amazing. Yeah, maybe this is my second. Yeah, I think I might be my second. So I take the school kitchen back. Ulukam, which we found on TikTok, it was Indonesian food, and I love Indonesian food, and that was beautiful. 
what is in like people like what's Indonesian food though? So it's a lot of like uh, curries. It's a like a satay, a lot of curries, like your nasi goreng stuff like that. A lot of like satay based sambal, which is like quite spicy. So my favorite thing, I, like obviously I don't know much about Indo mm. restaurants, Indo cooking, were the satay chicken oh, sticks. The satay sauce in Indonesian it's just slaps so different. And the beef ran ran rang dang rang dang. Oh my god, that, that was that was and that corn thing was yeah. so yum. So. And then, like, if you don't know what, like, the sambal stuff, it's like this, like, oh, fuck, chili. that was spicy. Yeah, it's really, really spicy. Yeah. Indonesian food, I feel like, is one, probably one of the spiciest foods I've ever eaten. Um, but, oh, that that actually, I would go there again, hands down. If I didn't feel so shit on that last night, I would have gone there again. Yeah, right. Yeah. Because I feel like Yuki could get Japanese anywhere, but, like, I don't know where to get good Indonesian food in Melbourne. Then the rest of the time, Tal ate white rice. Yeah, I literally did. <laughs> I did. Oh, no, the last night I had miso soup, which That's actually true. went down well. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, when I was sick, I had to eat steam rice. But so that's our, that's our trip. Yeah. That's, what about breakfast? Coffee, Revolver, hands down, was by far the best. Oh, 100%. But we went to Kind. I love Kind. And then, oh, that Penny Lane. I We went to Penny Lane for breakfast. I don't think it was amazing. It's just like a it standard was just avocado breakfast. And like, toast and stuff. The venue's stunning. Yes, it was stunning. There's a really nice shop next door that's part of Penny Lane. I just don't think and the breakfast some, was like outstanding. There's some really cool shop like shops there. There's really some really cool Australian labels that are based from there now that mm-hmm. have really cool shop fit outs and that sandal place. Oh my god, I cannot. I bought some really cool sandals from an Indo brand. I can't remember. I started with H Hijack sandals or something. By far the coolest shoes I've seen in a long time. The way Tally shops is, and most people might know this, she will buy something that no one else has because she doesn't want to look like other people. Yeah. So these sandals mm-hmm. are like pretty out there. Yeah, like they're fucking cool. And I just was like, when I saw this shop, I was like, I need sandals. And they weren't that expensive. I think mm. they were $70. Mm. When I saw that shop, I was like, I need a pair of sandals from here. They were so cool. Um, and then the markets are great, like for souvenirs and stuff like that. Um, what is it, the lovers market or something? The lo- yeah, I think it, that's on every day. But the, like, there's little stores on the side of the roads everywhere. You yeah. can pick up little cheap things. Always barter with them. Oh, absolutely. Like I yep. bought two sneakers for the twins, and I think they were like, you said a thousand. Oh no, not a thousand, a million for two. And mm. I got him down to four hundred thousand. But that also is because I can speak Bahasa. And what's Bahasa? Bahasa is like Indonesian, like uh. bar, like. They're native. Yeah, they're like language. I can't speak it fluently, but I can speak like key words and like I can do numbers and stuff. And I was bartering with him in… Indo. Indo. So he was like, oh, you speak Bahasa. I was like, oh. So he's like, okay, 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 yeah, just do for you. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know, maybe. But it's definitely barter because you can get them down. And what I've learned from our experience and from speaking to people when we get back, your Bali trip isn't really complete after you get back from Bali. No. no but, so. And I'm saying this because you continue with your story, but I've heard other stories as well. Yeah, but I don't know if my story has to do with Bali or I was just unlucky. But having said that. I hugged a friend the other day. And I was, she's like, where have you been? I said, Bali. And she's like, ugh, get away from me. She's like, I just had a lady come into our cafe who came back and she's got a parasite and she's had to go on antibiotics. Yeah. So. <laughs> Um, what's today? Today's now Wednesday. So we've been back a week. Yeah. Get back from Bali. I still felt 
a bit off. Like I was like, mm, just flavours and like smells. I was like, mm, nah, just eating very plain. And if it, anyone didn't know, it was our birthdays when we got back. Yes. So oh, I was like, fuck, I just want to. And we had a birthday lunch for Sarah on Friday and I was like, we're going to Francois. And I was like, fuck, I just want to feel good for like Friday and Saturday because mm. I've got a, Sarah's birthday lunch. I've got dinner Apple Park Hotel on Saturday night. Like I just want to feel like have a drink and just like not feel shit. And then on the Thursday, I started feeling better. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm back. Friday woke up and I was like, yeah, I'm back. Great. Had some spritz, had some food. Like I felt fine. Mm. Saturday woke up as my birthday. Again, felt fine. I felt a bit off. Like I wasn't hungry, but that was maybe because we had a late Din- like dinner, lunch, lunch thing. Dinner, I don't know. I just wasn't went. hungry. Yeah. I was like, oh, not that hungry. Anyway, went out to dinner. Felt fine. Ate Chinese food. Sunday woke up. Fine. Probably the wor- maybe Chinese food. That's not. That's pretty hectic on your stomach, considering you just had whatever. Nah, it was fine. And then I made lasagna on Sunday. P.S. Never eating lasagna again. Made lasagna. Ate it. And then I was like to Damon after we ate lasagna, I'm like, oh my god, I am so full. You know when you eat food and it like feels like it's up here. Yeah. I just felt so full. And I was like, maybe it's because I had like a hearty meal. Like maybe I wasn't too rich. Yeah, maybe I wasn't ready to eat something so filling. Yeah, I just oh, I feel not good. Um, and then I just sat on the couch for a little bit, and I said to Damien, "Oh, I'm going to bed. I do not feel good." And I could feel it in my like I just did not feel very well sitting in bed. And he's like, "Are you right?" I'm like, "No, nah, I feel like I'm going to vomit. Like I'm just sitting there. I'm like, I went to go vomit and nothing came up. I'm like, I really do feel like I need to vomit. And then in my head, I was stressing about. Being Monday the next day, I was really excited for a really productive week. Like I was excited. It's our first week back. Like I felt good and I just wanted to get shit done. Yeah. Also, on Monday night, I was supposed to be going to the Barbie premiere with my sister and she was so excited to go. So I was like, I can't be sick for Monday. Like, you know, when you're like stressing about it. Did you psych yourself into (sighs) getting sick Monday then? No, because I actually generally felt like shit. And then just started vomiting again. I vomited like eight times during the night. I did not feel good. The next morning I woke up and I was still vomiting but liquid because I had nothing left in me. It was just water or I would go to vomit and nothing would come up because I had nothing in me. I was so upset because I'm just like I was sick of feeling shit. Anyway, so I called the doctor and got those anti, those wafers that you put on your tongue that help you stop vomiting. Once I started taking them, I felt better. I just felt really queasy and just like, no, I'm I was like so weak and dizzy. You look so, queasy now just doing that. Oh, no, sorry. It's because I just had the tea. <laughs> um, and I was in bed all day Monday. I feel so much better now. But like. But you're also still taking the wafers. Yeah, I'm too scared to go off the wafers. Because so what the wafers do is they stop you feeling nauseated and stop you from throwing up. So I've only taken one today, but I'm nervous. Um, but I'll stop taking them. And then people were like, maybe you've got a parasite. So I have to monitor it for the next two days. I think I was just unlucky and maybe picked up a bug on the plane or maybe the twins are still contagious. I don't know. So when are you giving it to until? The weekend. Okay. If I still feel shit by Friday, I'm going to the doctor. Mm. And I don't care. I'm going on antibiotics. And how do you get rid of a parasite? So I Googled it yesterday. <laughs> Actually, not, not yesterday. I go- yeah, yesterday I was in bed, wasn't I? No, Monday. I Googled on Monday. And you have to go on antibiotics. Or you can do like these weird cleansers, but I don't have time to do a cleanse. I'm just going to go on antibiotics. So basically it's like a worm and they say that you can get it from like traveling and stuff or if you've had diarrhea overseas, you can get it or pick it up from food or whatever. It's basically a worm, I think. Isn't like a parasite. I think it's a worm. Like, but you also, you, you're always hungry because you're feeding it. That's eating all your food. I'm definitely not hungry, so I don't think I have a parasite. I don't know. 
Anyway, I Googled it. It started making me feel sick. Okay. So, and then we have another friend. I won't name her. I don't know if she wants to tell us. We have another friend that went to Bali and felt fine and then came back to Australia and now has whatever gastro Bali belly or whatever it is. So it's like the holiday that keeps giving. (laughs) It literally is. And And this is why one of our best friends, Victoria, is like, I'm never going to Bali. Erica is asking me, do you think we'll go to Bali again? I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. I honestly, it's like, it's part of the experience. Like I remember calling my mum when I was in bed all day and I was like, oh my God, you never get it. It's finally got me. Like I don't use the water. I close my mouth in the shower. I'm like so careful. Mum's like, you know what? It's actually part of the experience. And Mm. I was like, fuck, you're actually right. You're like, you either get diarrhea and throw up or you don't get diarrhea and don't throw up. It's just, it's something that you just know may happen. And if it does happen, it's just part of the experience. It's, it's a shit part of the experience. It's going to make you stronger. Oh, well, let's hope. <laughs> because last time I went to Bali in 2019, nothing like this happened. So I'm like, maybe it's because I haven't been for such a long time and I'm not immune to like, who knows? But old mate next to me was fine and did not get a fucking thing. <laughs> don't hate on me because I have a really strong gut and don't hate on me because I don't have strip nails. Oh, that was another story. Because that was the other thing on – our second last day, Tull was finally up and about. But I still felt I felt like the world was against me. <laughs> well, it is if you focus on that. Whatever. Yeah. Your high vibe Tully was not high vibe no, Tully I was then. so negative. You Debbie Downer. But I went next door to a store to buy this some. This goes back to the cash thing. I needed to get money out for the last few days. Because you didn't have money. And so I went next door to buy um, the shampoo and I – had a call and I answered and it's like, why the fuck aren't you answering your phone? I said, what's wrong? What's wrong? She's like, I need you. So I'm like, where are you? I literally walked 10 steps to the to – No, the, not 10 steps. 10 metres. Like two doors away. And I mm. – and I've tried calling you five times. <laughs> I've tried – I said, I answered your call when you called me. And she's like, it's eating my card. It's all <laughs> – it's no. all your fault. <laughs> this is all your fault because you left me. No, so what happened was. <laughs> no, that's exactly what yeah, happened. It did. I did say that. <laughs> but what happened was I went to go. There's these ATMs um, near a restaurant that I knew were like, I thought they were like safe. I mean, they were safe, but my card. Anyway, pull my. I go into the little glass. I pull my mm, card in, mm. put the code in, and then it's like I put the amount I want to get taken out. It's like, okay, done. The card comes. Did you get the cash? No, it cancelled it. So I don't know why it cancelled it because it was – so you know when you put the cash in and then the card – Pops out. The card pops out. Yeah. Or, you know, your cash pops out in the card. Anyway, and then so it popped out, but it popped out like two millimetres. Like it did not – you know when sometimes the card comes out fully or it comes out just a tiny bit? And since I've done this, I've seen – Two Instagram stories of two females in America that's happened to them. With the same With nails. The same. So I have nails. Yes, okay, we all know that. The card comes out, no shit, like it comes out two millimetres. And mm. I'm like trying to get the card out. And because I've got like long nails, I could not get the card. It just was – and I'm trying to call Sarah because I'm like, fuck, I need her to come help me get the card out. Sarah's not answering. I'm turning around to the fucking the, – there was Balinese security guards. I'm like, excuse me, excuse me. They didn't hear me. I'm like – fuck, I'm like trying to get it out, trying to get it out with my nails. It, I could not for the life of me get it out. It just went and sucked it back in. I was like, 
And it, oh, is oh that my, my can't go. Is that the point where you were like, yeah, it's I all Sarah's Sarah, fault. I blamed Sarah because Sarah was behind me to help me get it out. Anyway, so then it sucked my card up and I could not get the card out. So I had to jump on my Commonwealth Bank app. I had to cancel my card. But to be fair, that's an easy process. Oh, it was so easy. Like, like so easy. You don't have to call. You can just literally go into your app and say that your card was like stolen or lost. Mm. Um, and to be fair, I did that on Monday and then I got my card in Melbourne on Wednesday. I think, I think you got Bali Belly or whatever it is for a reason. Imagine how we wouldn't have anything to talk about mm, if you didn't have true. a. Yeah, always the life of the story. <laughs> I'm aren't sorry I? it has to take you down, but uh. do you know what? And I said to you um, on the phone this morning for the last couple of months, us girls have been complaining and you're like, oh, yes. I've, I've got nothing to complain about. Life's so bloody good, life's good. And now I'm like, Bitch, your, your run I is done. Know. Every time if you listen to the podcast, Sarah's like, you're not giving me anything. I'm like, life's really good. I've got nothing to complain about. The last week, oh, my God. Like, got my period yesterday. I'm like, uh, oh, I'm like, fuck. Anyway, but that was our Bali edit and we'll go back. Definitely. But I would like to go to the islands next time. Yeah. Like Lombok, maybe like the Gilly, that Gilly, um, whatever it's called. Um, and the Noosa Limb. It's just so convenient to have somewhere that is so close. That close. And do you know what? Our first thought when we got out of the airport, oh, my God, it's so nice to be in a different cultural yeah. experience. Yeah. Having a different cultural experience, it's not that cheap anymore. No, it's not. It's not that cheap. I mean, you can definitely do it cheaper. 100%. But it's not that cheap. But I think, I mean, nowhere is cheap. You can go to Queensland and pay a mozza. Yeah. Um, but I think we were saying when we are at the Cali, we were like, fuck, it's so easy for us to come and work from here for like four or five days. Like mm. sometimes that's all you need. And I think that's something that we've learned. Like even for our brand, Tally Lou, like um, we're open about talking about this, but we were making more sales when we were away. Yeah. Like I think it's really the energy that you put out there and you get that back because we were in such a, I think such a less stress or like carefree state. We're getting all these orders. And mm. I do believe it's like what energy you show or you put out there, you obviously get back. And we mm. all know this because we talk about it all the time. But like when we're getting more orders, like really good opportunity. Like there was things that were happening and we're like, oh, fuck. And I do think it's really important to, if you can do like little circuit um, breakers. breakers, even for four or five days, I think it's really important for us. And I think we've learned that lesson now. It's like even if we go to Queensland for four days and work from there, it's okay. Shit's not going to happen. We're still working, but it's just nice to be in a different environment. And it's nice to have something to look forward to. Absolutely. So I think that's one lesson. I think that's what we'll take out of it. Like if we get a period of time where we're like, you know what, let's go to Bali for like four days. Having the risk that you might get fucking <laughs> diarrhea. But I think it's something that we need to continue doing. Absolutely. Moving forward because I don't know. I feel like I'm in a bit of headspace. Like 100%. I've got more energy, even though I've had a shit week, I've got more energy and I feel more inspired. Inspired. Knew you would say that. Yeah. No, I don't know. I just yeah. feel better. My stomach doesn't. <laughs> That's our barley edit, guys. I do you know what? Go there, live your best life, make sure Look your passport's holiday. all good. You know. Book the holiday and yeah. Highly recommend. As you would say on TikTok, this is your sign. Yes, this is your sign for to book a holiday. Yes. Anyways. Love you guys. Have a beautiful day. It's us again. We're back. It's Tully and Sarah. And 
If you don't know, we have an activewear brand called Tally Lou. And we have Australia's favourite leggings, but not only do we have leggings, we've got hoodies, we've got outerwear. We've got everything that you may need for an active lifestyle. So we want to give you guys an offer. If you've never shopped at Tally Lou or if you've shopped at Tally Lou and you just want $15 off your next order, you need to take this offer and it's TL Cherry, all caps, all one word, and pop that in at checkout and you will get $15 off. So head to our website. It's www.tallyloo.com or head to our Instagram, stalk our page, use the code and let's get you all in some TL. And welcome to the family. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 